Thanks for tuning in to another new podcast from the Association for Materials Protection and Performance. As always, I'm your host, Ben DuBose, news editor for the AMP Publications team. In the past few months, we've been doing member profiles of some of our influential members within the industry and their contributions to moving us forward. Today, we're going to start a new series called Staff Profiles, talking about some of our in-house people at AMP and the initiatives that they have going within AMP to try and move the global corrosion control and protective coatings industries forward. Today, I'm happy to be joined by Kim Ray, Director of Pre-Professional and Young Professional Programs at AMP. In that role, Kim brings an array of project management skills honed through nearly 20 years of experience in marketing and communications, education, certification, and credentialing. Kim, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, Ben. Thank you. Yes, thank you for taking the time. And I think a good place to start with this for anyone that isn't familiar with your story, just tell our audience a bit about your history with NACE and now AMP and your background as far as the industry as a whole. Yeah, sure. So I started with NACE originally a little over 13 years ago. I actually started in marketing. That was uh, my background that I came into the association with. And uh, I was hired to help market our education and certification programs. And uh, after about a year into it, uh, we realized that we had to make some changes in our certification program and a position opened up uh, to manage that change. And so uh, I moved from marketing uh, into certification. I worked there for about five and a half years. And uh, then I moved over to launch our university student design and applied solutions competition. So uh, we had a competition It ran for about four years before COVID hit um, where we would challenge uh, engineering students at different universities uh, with a corrosion related problem and then they would build something uh, to help uh, solve that problem for us. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a great initiative, um, but it fell in line with the foundation's mission. So the NACE Foundation uh, existed for quite a while and its mission was to bring in that next new generation of professional into the industry. And so I really developed a passion for that. And so I became the executive director of the foundation. And when we merged and became AMP, uh, the foundation merged in with AMP as well. And uh, we created a new business unit to have that same mission. It was called pre-professional. And we worked on that to really build out the programs of the foundation, but have it exist under the uh, umbrella vamp. One of the things that's really taken off since the merger in 2021 into AMP is the Emerge Student Outreach Program. And I know that's something that you manage and we should clarify that for Emerge, when we're talking about students, that includes anyone that could potentially enter the materials protection industry, could be students in primary and secondary schools, students in high schools, community colleges, universities, and then even extending into veterans and adults that are transitioning into the industry at older ages. Really, it's anyone that can enter at any point in their life cycle. So it's pretty broad in terms of what you're trying to do with Emerge. So if you could just give us some background as far as the origins of that and what the missions of the program are moving forward as we enter the fall of 2022. Absolutely. So when uh, AMP was formed and and we merged in the foundation uh, into AMP, it was called pre-professional. Well, the term pre-professional 
really didn't resonate uh, with what we were trying to do. Um, and it, it meant something different internationally. And so uh, our member leaders that were, were helping us through the merger uh, challenged us with branding the effort in a different way. And so we uh, exchanged a lot of really bad ideas, but uh, one word <laughs> that they kind of resonated was emerging leaders, emerging mm -hmm. uh, people. And so uh, we took a look at that word and it actually became an acronym for what we're doing. And so the acronym is actually E-M-E-R-G. The last D is intentionally left off, uh, but uh, really the intent of it um, is to engage with students uh, starting at kindergarten through eighth grade. And that's where the first E comes in, in Emerge, and that stands for engage. And it gives us an opportunity to go in, uh, you know, kids when they're that age, when you ask them what they want to be, a lot of times it's, I want to be a doctor, I want to uh, be a paramedic, I want to help people. Um, they have no idea that there's thousands of people around the world working to protect them every day from material failures. And so it gives us a great opportunity in fun ways to just engage with this audience, let them even know that our industry is out there. And so we have a, a, some neat resources that we've created for that, um, experiments that can be done inside a classroom. If you're gonna speak at a career fair, here's some tips and tricks. Um, on you know kids that age, bring in a piece of equipment, bring in whatever gear you wear out there. That's really going to resonate with them, and it's going to help them remember that the industry is even out there. Um, the next letter in the acronym is is M, and it stands for magnetize, which is an intentional play on words because when students get into high school and they've graduated through the K through eight programs, they've gone on to high school we want to attract them to the industry and so we do that by letting them know what's in it for them they want to know how much money can i make do i have to go to college are there advancement opportunities etc mm -hmm. thankfully we have a really good story to tell with that uh, starting salaries whether you're coming out of a four-year degree program or a two-year community college program or even out of high school uh, there are competitive salaries there and uh, there's a lot of opportunity and and we've, we've all talked about that as well and so really at that phase, we're looking at, okay, what's in it for you? Here's a great story about this industry. Uh, the next letter in it is, is E, and that stands for educate. So when this, we've attracted these students to our industry, it's time to give them the education that they need, whether that's craft worker training, um, it, whether it's working with the community college, we're actually working to pilot a program in which AMP curriculum is embed in, embedded into the content of a community college and those students after two years, they're gonna have an associate's degree, uh, three AMP certifications and some on the job training. So they're gonna be a triple threat coming right out of a two year program. Uh, so it's really, and we also have education programs throughout the association, uh, through our coding inspector program, through uh, our cathodic protection programs. And so really a lot that we can offer there. And then the intent there is that after we've given them the education that they need and they've entered the industry, the R in Emerge comes into play, and that's for raise. We want to continuously raise people's skill sets. And this is really working with the rest of the association. We want to work with our conferences department so that these people will want to come attend our conferences to provide um, topics for those conferences. So they're buying uh, uh, some of our education courses or uh, our publications, that type of thing. We really want them to, to help 
or know that AMP is there to help them continuously raise their skill sets and with professional development opportunities. And then ultimately the G in Emerge is to guide and give back. So when these, these uh, participants or these people have come through and uh, they're in the industry, they've learned a few things, we want them to be engaging with the next generation of uh, industry professional. And so we want them to have a philanthropic opportunity uh, along with their careers to be able to engage with students in elementary schools and bring in that next uh, that next group. So it's kind of a life cycle. It kind of eats its tail, uh, but mm -hmm. uh, really the intent is to, to help people come into the industry and they can come in at any point. If they've already got their education, we're there to help them raise their skill sets. Uh, if they're a veteran that's come in at, out of active duty, we're there to provide the education that they need. So um, that's really the, the intent of the program and the history behind it. You mentioned some of the resources and programs available. I know you've got your academic scholarship program that comes along every year from September through January. So that's basically opening up as we speak. Uh, talk a little bit about that if you could and also any of the other resources that you want to highlight for our audience. Yeah, absolutely. So we do offer academic scholarships. These are for university and community college students at this point. Uh, we could expand that in the future, but uh, that yes, that window did open or will open on September 1st in which uh, applicants can go in and, and apply for scholarships. Uh, we also offer travel assistance. So students that are have won a scholarship through us or they're presenting a poster at our annual conference or if they're participating in a technical session they can apply for travel assistance to help offset some of the expenses that they incur by traveling to our annual conference we also have a diversity and inclusion grant and this is for uh, people around the world that uh, they've been underrepresented intentionally marginalized uh, but it gives them the opportunity uh, and we can provide funding to give them the opportunities to get the education, for instance, that they wouldn't otherwise be able to get because of uh, those situations. Uh, we also offer a member leadership development program, and this is for younger members within the association. And when I say younger, it's not necessarily in years. It could be someone that's uh, newer to the industry that really wants to get involved in AMP. Uh, we offer uh, a program where they can learn a lot more about the association. There's leadership training that is associated with it. Um, it begins with a one-day session at our annual conference, and there's a lot of fun team building there. They learn about emotional intelligence. And then uh, we, we also have online sessions that follow that, where they can continue learning. And uh, so that launched, uh, it kind of relaunched this last year, and we had great success with that. Uh, for our members that want to be or want to engage with, say, students in their local communities. I have a son in third grade, and I know that they have a career fair each year. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a collection of resources where members can go to our website and download those resources to give them tips and tricks on what to talk about at a career fair. What are kids in the third grade really going to want to hear about? And uh, we also have some resources uh, associated with that for kids that are younger, uh, some coloring pages with tools and equipment. Uh, we'll be launching those soon. Uh, but just a lot of really neat things for people that that want to do student outreach programs locally, and this can be anywhere in the world. Um, these these resources are available to them to reference. This is a pretty simple question, but for anyone listening that's interested in applying what are the ways that they can do that? I'm guessing it's as simple as going to the website, but just follow up if you could about what the process actually is like. 
Absolutely. They, they can easily uh, go to our website uh, for more information there. They can email our um, Emerge inbox, which is emerg at amp.org. And uh, one of our team members would be more than happy to, to help them get where they would like to go or learn more information about it. Yeah, and I'll point out that the website, of course, amp.org, but then you go under the Get Involved tab, and then you should see a link to the Student Outreach Program and Emerge specifically, and you can see some of the possibilities there. Absolutely, yep. Kim, a really interesting podcast we had a few weeks ago was with Sam Navarro of IPC Industries, and I know you deal with him a decent bit because he's very concerned about the growing craft worker shortage and especially what's projected over the coming years to be a shortfall of really just skilled trades workers people who are available to do things with their hands out in the field and at this point in the 2020s clearly the technology is advancing at a rapid rate what we need more of is actual hands-on labor to apply those solutions out in the field especially with all the new projects that are coming about as far as the U.S. infrastructure bill and just generally speaking, uh, clients becoming a lot more aware of the need for corrosion protection of their assets. The technologies are there. We have materials that can do the job. The challenge is actually getting enough people and boots on the ground, so to speak, to actually meet the need in the coming years. And some of the projections are that it could actually grow over the next five to 10 years. So, Kim, how does emerge potentially play into that again i know you've talked with sam and some of our other active member leaders a decent bit on this issue but just talk about how emerge and some of these programs that you all are trying to implement could potentially fit in with the broader need in the industry for just more workers in general and addressing that potential shortfall Absolutely, and that's a great question, and it's something that is is at the forefront of, of our efforts. Uh, I just recently attended and exhibited at the American School Counselors Association conference. I exhibited at this show about 12 years ago when I was in our marketing group, and back then, uh, the questions that I was receiving were, okay, well, where, where can a student go for a four-year degree in corrosion engineering? This year, it was all about the craft worker and the students that don't want to go to college or can't go to college and need to get mm -hmm. uh, in, into the industry quickly. So in speaking with Sam, and, and he's really worked on his own program, Sam Navarro down in Santa Fe, Texas, um, he's, he's just had some outstanding efforts and some great ideas. And so we've been able to collaborate a bit uh, to talk about yeah, how can we get into the schools and, and how can we develop training programs in which high school students can get on the job type of training or these hands on uh, lessons while they're in high school. And so he has uh, put me in touch with a resource at a technical high school here in Texas that has given me uh, tips on the path forward to do that. It will take some time, uh, but uh, once the need is identified and uh, we have spoken with the school and there is interest there, the next step is to go to the state um, agency. So in Texas, this is the Texas Education Agency. In Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Department of Education. 
you know, in New Jersey, it's called something different. It's the Office of Career Readiness, but they would then uh, review the program and and hopefully approve it. And once that approval is is then made, we can start uh, that type of training to where you know students come out of high school and they're not starting from ground zero. They've had hours and hours of um, of training in this. So uh, we it's definitely at the forefront of our thoughts and our efforts, and uh, it's something that we are eager to to begin working on. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because that ties into a much broader importance. We let off the podcast discussing how people could potentially take advantage of those programs if they're actually looking for employment themselves or to get started or some sort of just initial link to the industry in the early stages of their careers. But this really has a broader importance because honestly addressing that potential craft worker shortage is something that's crucial to anyone in the industry, regardless of your company, your level of experience, your personal security and your job. It's important just to the overall health of the industry and for all of us moving forward. So in that context, what can AMP members do to potentially help with the Emerge mission? We talked about the resources available for someone interested in actually taking advantage of those earlier, but for someone that's just simply looking to help move the ball forward with the mission as a whole, what are the ways that they can contribute to what you're doing? That's a great question. I'm going to be real honest in your recording. Um, I'm not totally sure exactly how to answer it um, because we're still building the program. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we certainly want their input and their feedback. Uh, we want them to be doing local student outreach programs and, and we want them to you know, lean on us for the resources to do that. Um, but I, I, I don't want to give a real vague kind of patsy answer mm -hmm. on that. Fair. So stay tuned, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, as far as the events, I know you all do some things around uh, annual conference every year to raise funds. Uh, what are some of the things on your agenda as far as uh, potential events in the weeks and months ahead? Yeah, so we have uh, we have a golf tour. We, we do fundraise uh, to help fund our programs. And so we have a golf tournament coming up in Houston and it'll take place in, I believe, October. And then we have a lot of uh, neat new uh, offerings at our annual conference coming up in Denver. Uh, we're introducing what we're calling a student track this year. And so there is gonna be some content that's specific to students. We surveyed them last year and asked if we launched something like this, what kind of information would they want to learn more about? And uh, so we're building some content around that. And we're going to have uh, interviewing uh, kind of tips and tricks and, and how to write your resume the most effectively. They'll be learning some leadership uh, principles, how to understand standards, how to read them, how to write them and, and how specifications work with them. And so uh, we've got some content that's real specific to them. We're excited to launch this. We're also having a student networking event. And the intent of this is for uh, companies to come out. It's a one hour event and uh, they'll come out and they can meet with the students and it's uh, get to know them if they if there's career 
opportunities or if uh, there's something that they would just like to learn more about. Uh, it gives them an opportunity to network with uh, some of our our members in in our uh, the corporations that are members, and so we're excited to do that. After that event, the students are going to hang out. They're going to they're going to have a networking event among themselves, and so they'll get to know each other better and start to build their own uh, their own network as well. We're also going. Uh, to have a few other things uh, at our annual conference, which we do each year. We have our Emerging Leaders Bash, uh, which is preceded by our Scholarship Awards program. And so all of our scholarship winners that are able to travel to our annual conference, they are recognized on stage uh, at this event. And uh, it's an exciting time for them to, to celebrate uh, what they've been able to achieve, and uh, we can be there with them uh, after that. The band takes the stage and everyone lets their hair down and we just have a really good time. Uh, so we invite everyone to be a part of that. It's just a great way to celebrate these students and their achievements. And I can promise you it's a really good time. Um, so we're excited about that. We're also going to have a, our annual golf tournament at the conference, but it's going to be a little bit different this year. It is the Daryl D. Byerly and Phil Calvo Memorial Golf Tournament, and uh, we're excited to uh, bring these two golf tournaments together that lived in the legacy organizations and uh, just make it bigger and better. And uh, we're excited to launch that in Denver. Denver in March can be beautiful it can be a little chilly it can be anywhere in between but i i know we're going to have a great time and, and certainly invite everyone to come out to that as well sounds good and yeah you're exactly right on the weather you will never know for sure until you get about <laughs> about five days out so just cross your fingers absolutely folks that is kim ray director of pre-professional and young professional programs at amp as we wind down, um, I guess number one, is there anything else you wanted to convey to our audience before we sign off? And then as far as people listening, if they want to get more information, what's the best way for them to acquire that? Sure. So if they are interested in this, I've mentioned it a couple of times, this collection of resources that they can they can use if they're speaking at a school or if, if they're engaging with students locally, those can be accessed on our website. If you go under the member tab, um, and there's a chapter officer resources tab and uh, the collection of resources is called SOAR. That stands for Student Outreach and Awareness Resources. It's in English and Spanish. There's a couple of simple experiments that can be done in the classroom in there as well. Uh, we're always adding content to that. Uh, that's the intent of it. So I encourage you to go and, and check that out. And uh, hopefully it's something that you can use locally uh, in your communities. And then, you know, come to our website, you know, reach out to our inbox. You're welcome to email me directly. It's kim.ray at amp.org and uh, would just be happy to hear from you and, and look forward to building this program and the partnerships that it will create. Perfect. I hope people will take you up on that because, yeah, there's so much potential with this. That's why we wanted to highlight this on the podcast because this could be really important to a lot of people in our industry, and I hope people embrace it even more as we move forward. On our end at AMP, I want to throw out a few plugs for us as well. I mentioned the previous podcast with Sam Navarro talking about the craft worker shortage that is titled IPC's Sam Navarro targets next generation of craft workers. And you should be able to find that really wherever you're listening to this podcast. Just search through the archives. You can also find it at materialsperformance.com and codingspromag.com where we've got so many of these podcasts posted. With that, I will wrap up. For Kim Ray, I'm Ben DuBose. Thanks as always for tuning in, and please come back soon for another new podcast from AMP.